Welcome to the Heart of the Matter podcast, where we talk about scripture, theology, and anything relating to God in a loving conversation, and where we try to get to the heart of the matter. This is Heart of the Matter with John Vandaloo, Mark Baumgartner, and Josh Hellman. Um, this is our first podcast, and uh, we really wanted to start off um, a podcast where we thought basically nobody's really talking about the heart of issues about Christ uh, scripturally and everything. And we really wanted to kind of get to the heart of the matter um, of scripture and those things. So, um, yeah, that's that's what this uh, podcast is. And um, like I said, I've got this, these great guys here who want to work alongside me in this podcast, uh, John. Yeah, I mean, I think just segueing off of what happened with COVID, um, you know, churches being shut down, um, people being dispersed, uh, mm-hmm. and people looking for those different resources to, I don't know, get some full, get some encouragement. I felt like that is definitely one of the reasons why I want to be here. Uh, talking on this podcast. Uh, the Lord has just been working on me this last couple of years um, as I started my new business and uh, you know started out in real estate. And I've been just in this season where I am, I feel like I'm really just waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you approached me about this podcast, it was just, it was like, it was like shouting at me. Yes. Like that is something that um, the Lord wants me to step into, and you know, it takes a lot of courage to, to come down and you know to even start this. Um, I know that I've had my concerns. Like, am I am I equipped? Mm-hmm. Am I ready to even start this? Yeah. Uh, you know, who's going to listen to me? Why would they listen to me? And you know, all these different concerns and and uh, things of those nature. You know, it's just I have to silence that, sit down, turn the yeah. mic on, start talking. So yeah. I'm really, I'm just really thankful to be here really happy to be here yeah and then my uh, other uh, host is mark baumgartner and uh, mark can you tell us a little bit about uh, the podcast here and like why you're joining it yeah so this is birthed out of a conversation that josh and i were having just a few weeks ago uh sitting down over coffee and um yeah josh had shared how this was something that had been on his heart for a while and like i could just feel the spirit prompting me to champion this. Like I could see uh, God's hand was all over it. Uh, the anointing was there, you know, the the voice was there, the, the knowledge was there, the wisdom was there. Um, and yeah, a podcast is just the perfect platform for that to be propelled forward. So yeah, I stand with you, John. Um, like this is the season for it. You know, the Lord is definitely doing a new thing. Like I know that verse maybe kind of gets thrown around. Um, <laughs> But it's real. Like, yeah. this is a new season. You know, mm-hmm. everything about 2020 and going into 2021 is unprecedented. Um, yeah. So, yeah, love to be here in, in front of uh, podcast land and talking about what God's doing. Yeah. Very so, excited. Yeah, this uh, it's, it's a big step of faith for me. Um, I feel like uh, there's a lot of ideas that I've had in my life and um, a lot of things that I've wanted to do. Um, but nothing's ever come to fruition. So 
being a podcaster, um, something I've kind of always thought about, even in college, I had a discussion before podcasting was even a thing, before people got rich off of talking, I, I joked with a friend that I had really interesting conversations with that, you know, we should just rent out a play stage, it'd be two seats, me and you just talking, it'd be random conversation, so that I think people would want to come and listen to it, and I was joking, but uh, it seems that that has uh, created a platform for a lot of people to get ideas out there, and um, you know, John, you were saying it, it, it takes, like, faith to step out and, and do something like this. And, and as we progress, I think it, it gets that way even more because you start having more voices out there um, and you don't want to be just another voice in the, in the noise. You know, you want to make sure that what you're doing is going to be something that adds uh, a benefit uh, to the world. And for us, for Christ, you know, that's, yeah. that's why we're doing this. And um, again, you know, this first episode or two might be a little bit awkward because it's something I've, you know, I'm stepping out in. Um, but yeah, this, this really was champion. Like, uh, Mark was saying that we really want to dive into scriptural topics that I think there's a lot of Christians out there and a lot of non-Christians too, who want to hear topics that you don't really hear from the news, from culture, and even as Christians in the pulpit, you know, I think there's a lot of topics out there that as Christians, you know, someone gets saved and then we're like, okay, what's the next step? Let's get them in a church. Let's get them to read a Bible. But, you know, we're, we're missing like the identity of Christ, which I think is a good baseline thing. And, you know, we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the, you know, God equipping you, you know, like you're saying, you, you don't feel equipped sometimes, but sometimes you're called and God equips, you, you know, I, yeah. we've heard those things before. Um, so we don't want this necessarily to be a bumper sticker style conversation or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there will be some bumper sticker <laughs> slogans that come out of this, but uh, we really want this to be a heartfelt conversation between um, Christians who, who love each other um, as brothers in Christ who the, the end goal is Christ in and of itself, heart of the matter. That's why we're calling it that. Not only are we getting to the heart of the matter of the discussion at hand, but beyond that, Christ is our central focus. And, you know, I talked to these two guys about that, and uh, God just brought us together. And so um, excited for this opportunity um, and can't wait to see where it goes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my background on why we're doing this. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I spend a lot of time on TikTok, and there's a lot of Christian influencers on there. Um, but then you also get like the atheist influencers and there's always all these like hot button issues and topics that people talk about and it gets really convoluted and one minute videos. If you're not familiar with TikTok, they're just one minute is the max, um, you know, and then the comment sections is pretty limited. And you see people, you see Christians arguing on there all the time, um, you know, whether, you know, we don't know what's in their heart. Um, but I see that division. And I feel like that that's definitely not for me. I want to, I like long form conversations. I want to get to the, to, you know, digress a little bit, you know, actually break down um, the scripture and just what, is this actually saying what is God saying here um, and and really just break it down and have a conversation about it and hopefully encourage people um, you know or lead people to think about Jesus in a different way 
Um, you know, if they're if they're new in the faith or they're coming into the faith, I feel like this podcast is going to be kind of that avenue for that. Uh, but also just to give encouragement for people, you know, when you're in your car driving, you know, you want to be able to listen to something. I hope, you know, that the Lord speaks through us in a way that, you know, we could be the the, the choice that you go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not just another and not just another random you know, voice out there. And that is something that I know the enemy is going to attack us with. Um, you know, when, when we, cause you know, we, we feel like we can be, you know, that we're not equipped or that we are worthless. Sometimes your know, worthlessness is something like, what good am I? And it's like, it's not us. It's the, it's the power of the Lord that works through us. Um, so yeah, it is, it is a step of faith to kind of just come out here and be a voice, uh, that you're listening to right now. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited. I'm really excited for the season. I'm really excited for this podcast. Yeah, Josh, just while you're speaking, you know, you're talking about um, not wanting to be just a noise or, or, yeah, adding into the noise of what this season is um, here on planet Earth. <laughs> uh, but there's a verse that came up to me uh, just while you were speaking, and I think it kind of mm -hmm. resounds with what both of you guys were just saying. And even the title of this podcast, uh, Heart of the Matter, you know, you think of heart. And you think love, right? Um, so I'm in 1 Corinthians 13 here, and it's 13.1. So Paul's writing, and he says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Um, so I think that's really us. You know, like John, you were speaking into unity and not wanting to so into the general narrative of, of disunity that we see um, kind of in every facet of society right now. Um, yeah, and it just comes down to love. So I hope that that is really the focus of where we are in every episode, yeah. uh, whatever the topic might be, that it's always yeah coming down to yeah just this, this place of love and what the Father's heart really is. Because, um, yeah, we're just all little facets of that, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I've... Um, We've been talking about this in our, our men's group and, and stuff at church, but I, I feel like one of the themes that God has been teaching me for a while, or at least trying to teach me, and hopefully I'm letting him, <laughs> is that, you know, we have all this division, we have all this discord, um, because we're, we're in our little tribes, um, and, and, and God is sitting there telling me, you know, because... I'm human. I, 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 I fail. You know, I get into these groups too. It, it's hard sometimes because you're like, man, this is an important issue or this is an important topic. And so we dig ourselves in our little, you know, fox uh, tent uh, trenches and we say, that's the enemy over there because they don't believe the way I do or they don't think the way I do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I feel God was really trying to strip me of that and say, mm -hmm. who, who is your king? Who, mm -hmm. who do you worship at the end of the day? Like, yeah, even if someone is completely wrong on something, you know, what is my commandment? It's to love them as I have loved you. Um, you know, so to, to really be that representation of Christ's love, we really have to get our focus on God. Mm. Like he has to be our central focus. So even if we have disagreements, like I'm sure we're, we're diving into the deepest uh, conversations we can think of that people have discussed for thousands of years before us, men greater with greater minds, you know, <laughs> Socrates <laughs> and these guys. Um, and, and, and we're going to mess up, um, you know, but 
to come at it with the heart of love and understand that even if someone says something that we feel may be abhorrent, like we got to have that love and that grace and that mercy that God has bestowed on us to say, well, maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe we're not using, we're using the same definitions, but we're meaning different things out of that. I found that's a lot of problem is, is we're coming at words with different definitions and meanings. And when somebody says something some way or the other way, we take it the wrong way. And so we blow something that they were going in a different direction with in a completely different context. So we can't even have a conversation to begin with. So um, yeah, I just, you know, want to make sure that everyone knows that if you're listening to this podcast, you know, we, we want to have a loving conversation between mm-hmm. brothers who, who just really want uh, the love of Christ to reign and, and to get our focus really on Christ, whether Republican, Democrat, um, you know, libertarian, uh, whatever it is, whatever group, religious, non-religious, uh, man, woman, whatever it is that we keep our focus on Christ because that's as Christians, that's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what is happening um, in this world, uh, what pressures we're put under, our focus is supposed to be on God um, because he, he says things are going to come our way that we're not going to be ready personally to deal with, but through him we can deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. So if we're not staring at him, we're going to fall in the water. If we're not keeping our faith on Christ, um, you know, we're going to fall in that water. And we're, so we need to get back to where he can pick us up and, and, and have us, you know, walk after him. Um, you know, it's, it's such a volatile climate out there right now. We want to try to bring some of that peace um, into the conversation to show people that these conversations can be had. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not like theologians like C.S. Lewis or anything. We are theologians, but I, I don't know. Maybe you guys have doctorates I don't know about. <laughs> uh, I went to school personally uh, for youth ministry, and theology is something I love talking about, but I never got a sense of people just regularly talking about theology on a daily basis. Hmm. I felt so far out of groups, personal groups, you know, because everyone always wants to talk about what Kim Kardashian's doing. And I'm yeah. like sitting here like, yeah, but what is God doing? <laughs> and like, <laughs> that, is, that is definitely me. Um, I love talk. I just I want to I want to have like those three four hour conversations where we're yeah. just ripping through the Bible in a good way. Not literally ripping, <laughs> um, but just digging in. I guess maybe is a better way to say it. Yeah. I love digging into the Word. Um, I can get real philosophy, like just you know philosophy, mm-hmm. um, philosophical, yep. you know, and how I talk and. I just, yeah, it's one of my favorite, it is one of my favorite things to do. And I feel like there's no, there's very few people out there that really just like to, that want to sit down and have a conversation like that. So that's my personality. And, you know, when you invited me to come out of this podcast, it's just, that is, this is perfect. This is perfect. I just, I love doing that. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm just excited, man. I'm just excited for this season and what the Lord's doing. Uh, But yeah, the heart the heart of God. And I know we, we talked at our prayer group this morning, you know, we were just talking about Calvary. We were talking about the cross. We were talking about Jesus and just the importance of reflecting on the gospel. And I know there's, there's 30,000 different Christian denominations out there and there's people that disagree, you know, infant baptism, water baptism. There's, there's, there's all these different differences, Calvinism, Armenianism, um, Pentecostal, you know, speaking in tongues. Millennial, pre-millennial. Yeah, 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 pre-millennial. Yeah, exactly. So there's all these different things that people talk about and argue about, debate about. 
But the thing that we all have in common is Jesus. Amen. And there is such an importance in reflecting back on the cross. I mean, think about like what communion even is. Yeah, the simple act of just remembering. Um, he wants us to eat the bread and to drink the wine and to reflect upon what he did for us. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I really think about it though. How like the simple act, the simple act of what communion represents. It, it's a it's a tradition that he wanted us to to partake in, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't forget. Yeah, it, I mean. I'm sure there's a deeper theological thing that we probably will get into it in another episode. Yeah. But I just we just we just need to focus on Christ. We really just need to focus on Jesus. Yeah. And you know, if everyone in the church, the global church, the church of Jesus, you know, if we were all just focusing on exactly what he did for us, I can't imagine there'd be as many arguments and yeah. debates as there are. Um, and I, you know, that's, it is, yeah, I just want to get, I think, uh, yeah, what you're saying there is kind of crazy because when I first was in church and stuff, you you think of all the different denominations and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with having different denominations. You're, you're going to maybe have some theological splits and you want to kind of have communion with, with those people. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you want to make sure your focus is on God. Um, as long as you're not saying that there's another group of people because we have a difference that's not separating me from God. You know, it's not a different God I believe in, but uh, you have to have those dogmatic um, principles that will, again, we'll talk about in probably a later episode. Um, but as long as your focus is God, and it is Jesus Christ who has come to save us uh, from our transgressions and has made a way for us to, to, to get to heaven, to be with him, to worship with God, um, then what does it matter? You know, like Jesus even spoke about that in the New Testament um, when I think, I can't remember who it was, but they brought up an issue saying uh, to like Paul that, there was another group of people going around um, speaking a gospel, but it wasn't exactly the way they wanted it to be spoken. And they said, are they are they for Jesus or are they against Jesus? And, and they said, well, I mean, is, if they're speaking the gospel, let them speak the gospel. What well, does it matter if they do it their way? Um, as long as we're be, bringing people to Christ, um, I think so many times we get into our own little boxes, our echo chambers, um, and and nowadays we we take Christ out of the equation altogether. Um, sometimes we worship our our, our nationalities, um, you know, and and again, this is something that I've struggled with, you know, especially with the election and 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 getting into our little boxes. We we tend to think. Well, if you're a Christian, you got to vote this way. If you're a Christian, you got to vote that way. And I had to really come out of that. Um, I'm not trying to get too political here, but I had to really come out of that through the last election and say, well, if, if I'm a Christian and I'm voting and I'm voting on Christian principles, I can't vote for either of these candidates. <laughs> like, so am I voting for a guy because I think he's a Christian or am I voting for a guy because he's got good policies, which that, you know, we'll probably get into that discussion in another episode. But again, it was something that God brought me through, through the politics and, mm-hmm. and, and different things that said, again, where's your heart, though? Mm-hmm. Who is your leader? 
Like, yeah, you can have a president in the United States of America. That's great. They can do great things for you and your country, whoever you think is doing that. But at the end of the day, who is your God? Because at the end of your life, that's what's going to matter, not who was your president for four or eight years. Um, yeah, it affects our lives. Uh, but, you know, again, we, we really want to make sure that our hearts are set for God. I'll tell you what. The thing that affects my life the most on a minute-to-minute on a -minute basis is whether if I'm focusing on Jesus or not. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, if I wake up in the morning and I'm not praying or I'm not getting into the Word that day or I'm not seeking communion with or fellowship, you know, with other believers, hmm. it's so easy to drift. It's so easy to get lost. Yeah. Lost, like, just mentally. You know, hmm. you you get unfocused. Um, you slip, you could slip back into sin, yeah. you know, which is a bondage on us. And we need to, we need Jesus conquered that we need to, we need to stay, you know, we need yeah. to walk into that. We need to walk into that. That's what the entire new, new Testament is talking about. And yeah, so I mean, just my reflection on Jesus, my focus on heavenly things, mm -hmm. reminding myself of my, my real identity, because we are a new creation are, we're not citizens of this world even. Yeah. We're citizens of heaven already. Um, and, you know, we're in that kingdom. And our yeah. job is to bring that kingdom down to earth, you know, yeah. as partners with, with Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, we just got to, we got to keep our focus. We got to keep our focus on what matters. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just echo, I, I just echo that. This is probably something you guys have definitely dealt with as well. You know, we're, we're talking about keeping our focus and bringing this back, you know, day-to-day -day basis. You just kind of reminded me, you know, something else is having our jobs and, and working there and trying to be lights to the people around us. Um, you know, sometimes we feel unfulfilled at the jobs we do. Sometimes maybe we're not doing the job or the ministry God has intended us to do, but he's working through us to get us there. Or it's a step of obedience to step out in faith and do something. You know what? I've got to do something that I feel is radical in my life to give that faith over to God. But you sound like you're speaking from experience, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hence, partially this podcast. Uh, but, you know, Again, something that God has really wrapped around my heart, even at work, is getting back to the place where I can allow him to use me in the kingdom, even in a place maybe I don't feel I want to be. And I feel like so much in our culture, we're, we're ta taught to go against that. You know, we're taught to follow your dreams, follow what makes you feel happy. Follow that, that doesn't always happen. And in a lot of people's lives, that's not happening. Like, you have to get a job and provide for your family. You, you know, you have to go and, and do these things that you may feel go against your personality and stuff, but God has placed you there for a reason. Um, or maybe you've made choices outside of yeah. God's will that has put you in a position where you're not really flourishing, but God can still use you in that yeah, place. God will teach you something in that. Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you're going to allow it to let him teach you, you know, that, and that's, my fear sometimes is that I'm not allowing God to teach me things or I'm not stepping out in faith. Um, and so I, you know, it's funny when you say that I, for me, this, this, the season that I'm kind of coming out of has been really long, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's been like, you know, am I, am I, you know, am I just 
missing something you know what i'm like god speak to me speak to me yeah and uh you know so, sometimes his voice is super clear crystal hmm. and then other times it's not so clear hmm. and we have to be patient yeah. you know and and god has mercy on that there's just you know god's grace is is so abundant yeah. and you just you just and i've seen so many amazing things and i've seen things in me that have changed so dramatically in the last two years but it's but two years. It's a long season, you know. Yeah. Some people talk about seasons being a few months or a few weeks, hmm. you know, two years. And I'm, you know, I've just been patient. I'm just like God. I know that you have a plan. You know, I know that you have something special. I know that you can use me for for more. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know that. God, it wants to work out my pride too, mm. uh, and I've seen that in this season. Uh, I've seen what the Lord has been doing with my character, um, and it, you know it's it's hard to swallow sometimes when you're living in it. When you're living in that, mm. in, in in I don't know whether it be suffering or um, just you're unsure of yourself, and you know sometimes I mean the Lord gives us free will. He gives us that freedom to kind of step out and discover things too you know for things that aren't as crystal clear it's like well if you're not sure of what the lord wants from you just just start doing some different things yeah you know and it. it might become clear you know take that trip go on that missions trip you know or start that podcast write that book mm. you know open your mouth in that corner you know talk <laughs> to those people at the bar you know wherever you are and you know share your faith it, it god god works you know through us he works through us. And, and and sometimes it's in the ways that you just would least expect. And, and you hear something or you do something for the Lord, you just step out and, and just do it. You know, you, you but we sit in this paralysis stage sometimes where we're just like, I don't know, you know, the Lord hasn't audibly told me to do this thing yet. And we sit and wait, we sit and wait. You know, you just gotta take that leap of faith sometimes. Just step out, just get out of your comfort zone. God's gonna move. Yeah, God will move. God will move, and He'll show you. It'll, you know, if you're if you're actively seeking Him, if you are, you know, going after Him, whatever that thing is, is going to become clear. Yeah, it will, and He's going to do a lot of amazing things in the, in between. And that'll probably be a conversation for the future of what it looks like to actively seek God. Yeah. You know what that looks like, but um, what you're talking about right now, John, is a verse that a friend just challenged me with the other day, and it's James. You know, James one twenty two. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. So yeah. just that whole idea of not just hearing, but actually stepping out and doing, right? And so, I mean, there's a lot we could talk about there in the future. But yeah, I love that, John, just that idea of stepping out. And, you know, it's a step of faith. Here we are today, three of us sitting in the basement of a church. It's a step of faith. Um, and it can, a step of faith can look very different, right? Whether it's stepping out of a boat onto water or quitting your job and, and going into full-time ministry, whatever it might yeah. be, right? There's a lot of ways that uh, we can step into faith. But yeah, excited to talk about it. And yeah, excited to encourage you guys out there um, to take those steps, you know, to be that affirmation that, that the Lord, that's his heart for you, you know? He doesn't want you in a complacent, mundane kind of life. Like he's got life abundant for yeah. each and every one of us. Yeah. You know, it's not just the pastor in front of the mega church it's not just the missionary in cambodia or whatever you know it's it's you know, <laughs> to be continued um but you know that's that's each and every one of us 
not only as Christians, but yeah, that's that's God's redemption, right? That's that's His plan for all of us. So it, just mirroring off that too, it's easy to get into that into that feeling where we compare ourselves with others too. You know, we judge. Seems that's the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we judge other Christians, like you know, my pastor, you know, or. Or, you know, we idolize Paul sometimes, mm-hmm. right, in the Bible. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, you know, like, we could never be like Paul. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. well, Paul, this, Paul wasn't doing any of that by his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the first one to admit it. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he, this is the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he empowers all of us. Yeah. Well, it just comes back to society today, you know, like we're living in a place that social media rings. Social media reigns. It's almost king, right? It's not, of course, Jesus is king. But um, yeah, how often do we scroll mindlessly through Instagram and every single post we see, it's us wishing we were that person in that place or had that kid or had that that car or whatever it might be, you know? Like that is, that's the enemy. He is creating all of these these idols and these unfulfilling wants, right? Yeah, Yeah. but the creator of the universe died Mm. for me and he wants to know me the heart of the matter personally yeah. personally like, as deeply as he he, he breathed us we, we talked about this again in men's group today where we're his poetry we're his spoken word amen but the that's the only way we can explain how god has created us that that's how we understand it hmm. like there's so much depth to that because we get into scripture and we read that, you know, the spirit, the same word that's used for spirit is breath and wind. Mm. Like he, he speaks and brings life to existence. But what is it like to hear God speak? You know, you look back at Moses and it aged him. You know, he said, you can't see my face. You're going to die. So this guy who I wouldn't be able to directly look in his face Hmm. has given us a way in Jesus Christ to where we can come face to face with Hmm. him with the boldness of God. Praise the Lord. As sons, redeemed sons, his children, his heirs. He spoke us into existence. I mean, Hmm. just poetry. We're his creation. If you've ever created something, if you've ever done something, um, you know, it's a piece of you. You know, so it's like he's taken a piece of himself and he's put it in us. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I feel like going back a little bit that, you know, in our lives, we're talking about like wanting to maintain or attain these things and and not feeling fulfilled. Maybe this is me personally, but when I was growing up, I always felt like, you know, if they made a movie of my life, what what would it be like? You know, what would the music be that they put to it? And, (laughs) and, you know, who would I play? Would I be a good guy? Would I be a villain and all this stuff? And so we kind of see ourselves, our lives through these movie um, stories. Yeah. These, these films, these story lenses, and we compare them to other stories like, Oh, is my life like Moses? Is it my life like this? And so when it doesn't necessarily amount to what we feel would be a great story, we sometimes get depressed or down on ourselves. Um, I just always found that that's kind of interesting in my life as I always kind of uh, wanted to say, oh, look, it's going to be this great crescendo. And so we're talking about being in the midst of things. And so when we look at movies, even like newer movies like the Avengers and stuff, and we see all these great acts and feats that they do in there to get to the end where goodness reigns, where the you know the good guy triumphs at the end. And we see all of the troubles and tribulations they go through to get there. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I could do that. We forget that Moses had 80 years before he became his ministry, 
before yeah. God had him lead the people out of Egypt. It's like, could we really nowadays, like, I, as a kid, I said, God, if I need to wait 40 years in the wilderness for you to speak and use me, yeah, I, I can do it. I'm ready to do that. But sometimes we ask and we don't understand. 40 years after the first two days, God, maybe, can we take that down a little bit? Maybe <laughs> not 40 years, but 40 days. Actually, 40 days is a little bit too long. I got some things I got to do. How about four days? Can, yeah. You know, we, we try to gamble with or barter with God on, on, on that kind of stuff. It makes me think of Joseph uh, in Genesis. You know, he he went to prison for, what was it, 14 years? Mm, yeah. It's like, I never, I never remember that part of the story. <laughs> 14 years. So he, I mean, his brothers already, you know, threw him in the pit and lied to his dad, you know, and then he goes to, to Potiphar's house and does that. But then he gets thrown in prison for 14 years. Then he becomes, after that, then that's when he becomes second in command of Egypt. Yeah. And, you know, God uses that whole situation to grow Israel there. But it's just, think of that, 14 years in prison. Hmm. What would you be thinking or feeling in that, in that in that time frame, yeah. you know, because the story, you know, you only get a couple verses there, mm-hmm. you know, but there's a lot of Joseph's life that's, that we don't know exactly what he was thinking or feeling. And, um, you know, just, you know, we idolize these Bible people too. Sometimes these people that we read about in the Bible in ways you know, we, 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 yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we put them up on pedestals and it's like, it's, it's yeah. the Lord, it's God, it's mm-hmm. what God does. It's how God moves. It's his spirit that comes upon everyone when they do amazing things in the Bible. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's really easy to, it's really easy to lose focus on that. And we need to remind ourselves daily hmm. of who we are as children of God and what, and what he can accomplish so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love that idea of those 14 years. And, yeah, it's kind of this flippant thing, right? It's, it's just sat in there, and we have no idea what that might look like. And maybe Joshua felt like he was idle in that time. Um, Joseph. Sorry, Joseph. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, but just, I had Joshua up years <laughs> before this. Um, yeah, but just to know that, obviously, the Lord is continually working through that, whether he saw it or not. I'm sure it came out after the fact, you know, there's this continual um, expanding of our tent pegs and it's always coming out of uh, trials usually, right? These, these hard things. I think you kind of alluded to that a little bit before, um, but that was a verse actually the Lord gave me just yesterday um, at the old, of the, at the end of the old Testament, uh, we've got Micah and you know, this is still four or sorry, Malachi. And this is still 400 years before, um, basically the New Testament starts, right, with John the Baptist. Um, but it's this idea of refinement, and it's talking about the end days. So it's Malachi. Sorry, everybody, I said Michael before. Malachi 3, uh, verse 2, and this is a little bit heavy, but who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a water's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. And this is a beautiful thing, right? Like, who doesn't love gold and silver, right? <laughs> the, the luster of it. But, yeah, just to recognize that these beautiful things, they come out of trials and hardships, right? This purifying. And I could be wrong, but I think it's seven times that gold is boiled down um, into a molten... Uh, viscous substance basically before it becomes uh the pure 
end product that we have. Um, so yeah, you can look throughout the entire Bible, you know, all of these characters that we put on pedestals, um, they've all come out of this refinement, this, this pain, um, and just recognizing that the Lord's always in it and he's not causing it, but he's growing our capacity through it. You just take a look on social media nowadays with Facebook and stuff, you know, it's like we idolize these guys because of the great moments in their life, you know, that God acted through them. Um, but if we had a Facebook of their whole life of what they were doing, you know, there's probably going to be good chunks of their lives that were like, oh, he's just like this guy, you know, it's like uh, Moses. He He's just a politician, you know, he's leading, he's whipping people and stuff and telling them what to do. And he's just up there. Mm -hmm. um, he seems like a better guy than this other guy that's leading <laughs> us. At least he has a little bit of, of grace on us. And then he murders a guy, you know, and then how would we be talking about him if we were one of those people like, oh my gosh, that guy's a murderer. Mm -hmm. And he runs away. And now he's a fugitive on the run, right? And what was that time period? 40 years? We're talking about yeah, 14. Yeah, 40 years. But yeah. I mean, we, we get into this, you know, we've heard this before. Like you, you go to a cemetery and you see the beginning and the end of someone's life. But there's a dash that doesn't tell anywhere near the quality of someone's story. Hmm. Um, and I think that's what we do with biblical figures in, in our lives and other people's lives is we try to say, oh, well, yeah, but what have they done in their life? What's the great moments and stuff? And it's like we judge people and ourselves on these things. And it's like, God's like, yeah, but you, you have so much in your life. Hmm. Like just sitting at home or being with your family or being with your friends, like these are great things. Hmm. It's like, I've blessed you with the opportunity to have life, to have that breath that so, you know, like, hmm. um, that that breath that I spoke you into existence with, as long as you have that in life, like you have a, a great opportunity and we take that for granted. Um, you know, so yeah, this, this is kind of the things we want to talk about on this podcast, you know, and um, um, we'll get into a lot of these and in, in, in more in depth and stuff. But, you know, one of the scriptures that really um, God brought me to kind of two scriptures here. And the, the main one, which I, I've always kind of gone back to, and I, a lot of people use, is uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, 4 through 7, which, you know, says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Um, you know, and I think we don't really understand that scripture to its essence, to its core, because, um, you know, Pastor Kim was talking the other day uh, at the church we go to here at Harvest Time. We want to give them a quick shout out for letting us use their facilities. Mm -hmm. Um, if you are in the Eau Claire, Wisconsin area, go to Harvest Time Church. Um, it is a great church. They have a couple different campuses, but they don't even pay us to say that. Yeah, that's, that is <laughs> correct. This is completely free advertisement for them. But uh, Pastor Kim was talking this past Sunday about um, the hardness of actually even loving Christ, putting him first and foremost above everything, hmm. like even our families. I have a wife and I have a newborn baby and I have another kid. And like, I love them. I absolutely adore them. I can't imagine what I'd do if I lost them. But you read these stories in the Bible of Job um, mm. and, and of David and, and these guys who lose their family members, but God still reigns in that. And we have to remember that we can't even covet our family. We can't idolize our children or our wives because there is a God that gave us those gifts mm. and that he reigns supreme no matter what. 
And so even in this, you know, loving with all your heart, your soul, and your might, just this verse in and of itself, it can be a hard call. We, we think, oh, yeah, that's so easy. I can love God with all my heart, mind, and soul. Well, yeah, well, would you go speak to that cashier at the grocery store if God called you to, if it caused you to embarrass yourself? Hmm. What about get down at your knee, uh, on your knees at church, you know, um, helping the guy on the side of the road with a flat tire and you're, you got to get to work yeah. and stuff like these are hard things that I, I these are personal things that like, mm-hmm. I've been like, I got to get to work. I can't help that guy. Mm-hmm. But maybe God has laid it on your heart to do those things. Like, you know, do I really love God with all my heart and, and mind and soul? And so this is kind of the journey we want to go on with this podcast. Mm-hmm. We want to show you guys that, you know, we're just humans, you know, yeah. we want people to understand the complexities of life and, uh, not to d- put a downer on Christian radio and Christian music and stuff, but we, we want to bring some realness to this. Sometimes we can cheese it up. Mm-hmm. Like in the photos, they tell you, you know, put on your cheese face and stuff. I feel sometimes with Christian music and, and, and Christian things, we tend to do that because we want to try to get the grit and, and grime off of things. We want things to, to seem good because we want that, you know, we want that presence of God that makes us feel so good. And, and sometimes we forget that, you know, well, that, that's a part of reality is, is that dirt and grime and, and getting it off of us and letting God shine through on us. So um, fighting through that, talking about those issues with each other lovingly, you know, so we're going to get into some really deep issues and see, you know, what what truly is it to, to love God, to get him the center of my heart, even if I'm not doing it, you know, like how how can I get to that position? Yeah. Um, I've heard it said before, you know, like, God, help me to to want you, to desire you, to love you. And if, and if I don't help me to get to that position, mm-hmm. to want to want you, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. what's the next step to take, to get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes me think of um, the verse, you know, I believe help in my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? yes, that's... And, and it's like this, this power comes like they, everything good comes from God and all of the, you know, we, we are incapable of actually loving the Lord with all of our heart and soul and mind. Like we're incapable of doing that on our own. Yeah. Hmm. And it's only by the blood of Jesus, it's only by the power of God that we're, that we're able to do that, to become alive, hmm. to, to actually to see God for who he is. Like he gives us all of that. He's so gracious. And, he, and everything that we have that is righteous and holy comes from him. Everything. And that's why, you know, just the reflection. Like we need, we need to be in pursuit of the heart of God. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, well, nothing exists outside of God. You know, I always yeah, like it yeah. when people say, um, you know, even if you're playing devil's advocate in a conversation, you say, well, let's take God out of the equation. Okay. Well, you took everything out of the equation because we don't exist without him. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, it, it's crazy because we, uh, you know, we were talking about thinking one dimensionally earlier today too, about, how there's so much that we forget because we are so finite. We're, we're finite beings. We don't have that infinite capacity for wisdom and knowledge that God um, is. You know, he is knowledge. He is um, infinite. He is love. He is grace. He is truth, all these things. And so we tend to get in our little finite boxes and the pieces that God has created us to be. And we tend to focus on our one thing, whether I'm more of a graceful person than someone else. And it's not necessarily to say, you know, I'm better because I'm graceful, but some people are more graceful than others. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of sometimes personality. Some people are, are more theological. Some people are more, 
um, musically inclined. I have like no musical inclination. I like to think I can sing, but I know I can't. You know, like, uh, but uh, you know, so we just want to make sure that through all that, that the center focus of it is that we we don't have anything without God, um, and He gave us these great gifts, the gift of salvation, and it cost Him so much. Um, and all we have to do is say, God, yeah. I want to give my life to you. Um, and so just that renewal, that, that repentance of coming back to Christ and saying, you know, I wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for you. So why wouldn't I be willing to give up anything for you? Um, and, and that's hard, you know, mm. to sit there and say, like, if for some weird circumstance were to come up and I need to be like Abraham and give up my child for you, mm. man, could I do that? Mm. Um, my wife, my you know, my family, um, there's some family members. I probably have an easier time saying, <laughs> no, <I> just, <laughs> but you know, just the things you care about. Um, there's some non personal things I've had to give up, you know, they're personal, but I mean like they're inanimate objects, some idols in my life that I've had to, to get rid of. And I haven't done them necessarily willingly or on the time frame that I should have done them. Um, what do you but, mean by that? Just for our listeners who might not know what idol means exactly. Like, I assume you don't have a stone uh, god in your room that you're talking yeah, about. No, no. I threw out all of my... All of my... Uh, effigies? Yeah, my Furbies. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was technically a physical uh, idol in that... Uh, for, for me, I'm kind of thinking about a PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. uh, before any of you kind of go off saying, oh, this guy's against video games and stuff. No, I'm not, I'm not against video games. I think video games are awesome think movies and stuff are awesome but when we talk about idolatry which is something that i actually have written down as a topic for a later mm. um speech but it's basically anything that we put before god yeah, we're giving right. it more time we're giving it more energy more thought um and you can say well, whoa well that's a lot of things mm -hmm. well, yeah because we're humans <laughs> and we tend to think in our terms so we let our lives get busier and we try to explain it away saying well my life and what I'm doing is more important than what God has for me or what God's ordained for me. Hmm. And again, that's not to say that, you know, things that you're doing in your life aren't wrong. You know, people being a dentist and the time they have to put into being a dentist, I don't want you to put in that time. You know, like, I don't want to come out with less teeth than what I went in with. Um, if, um, but, you know, God needs to be our focus. And that that's the thing that we're trying to get at, you know. Um, I, I work at, at a manufacturing company and it doesn't always feel fulfilling, but I'm trying to get to the position of how can I be God to those people in that position? How can I represent him the best? And I, and I being honest, I, I don't do that good of a job. I feel like there's times where I could step out and I'm trying to more and more. Um, but you know, God grants us some gifts and, through actually talking with Mark and a guy that he knows at the same place I work at, um, kind of encouraged me that I'm known as a as a Christian, one of the few Christians in the company. So, and that's something that I didn't know. Like I didn't know about myself. I didn't know other people thought, "Hey, yeah, this guy is a, is a is a Christian. He, he believes yeah. in that stuff." Mm -hmm. But it, it's so weird how God will sometimes just give you that. You know, you, you planted the seed, as he said earlier. You, you watered. Um, or I watered the garden for you and you left and came back after a season mm -hmm. and here's a little, a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of the fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, again, just 
that's that's really what we want is that loving God with all our heart and you know we talked about the concept of a heart earlier and what that means with the Hebrew and stuff and um, just the different words that are used in conjunction with heart that you know the heart is actually at the center of your body hmm. like and so in in the Old Testament when they when the Jews talked about the heart they also talked about it being kind of like the mind like how we have represented the mind where your thoughts come out of your heart hmm. um, everything comes from out of your heart your speech your actions um, your thoughts so like the the mind and the heart uh, is, is kind of resembled as one. It's, it's like your whole physical, like your physical actions and stuff. That's where they come out of. So it's like uh, almost like um, well, it's like sin and desire and I mean, all that comes yeah. from the heart too. Yeah, <clears throat> and and so it's it's just like it's stuff that flows out of you because of what you put into it. The abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It, exactly, exactly. So if you're putting God, I, you know, to put it simply, if it, it's like a computer program, I've heard this before. You know, you're installing God as the software, you're going to get God out. Hmm. You know, if you're installing malware into your software, you're going to have problems, and it's not going to function properly. And so to really make sure that what we're putting in our hearts so that my actions, where I go, what I say, what I do is Christ-like. And that's not to say that you can't go to some dangerous or dark places, but you got to make sure that if you're going there, you've got the right armor on and it's for the right reasons. Um, you know, that's where Christ went. He went to the dark places to bring light. Um, and so many times I see, you know, Christians saying they, they love God and they're okay with going to a party and stuff, but it's not really because they're going to bring the light of Christ. Yeah, are, you, are you just justifying it because Jesus mm -hmm. did this? Or exactly. are you being Jesus yep. in that situation? Yeah. Uh, I've used that excuse many times in my prodigal days. <laughs> I've, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, we, we just, we, it's so easy to lie to ourselves too, you know, mm -hmm. just to like tumble down the wrong, the wrong path. And it's like, I've had to pull myself or, you know, God has <laughs> reached out and pulled me, put me back on track multiple times in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the, this road, the pursuit of God is, is the best road. It, there's just nothing mm -hmm. else. There is nothing, there's no, there is no fulfillment you're not going to find fulfillment in any other pursuit. No. None. No, like, none, none that's eternal. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, I mean, there's, there's temporary stuff, but yep. you know, there's a plenty of rich people in their Maseratis crying or depressed mm. or alone, you know, like yeah. just look at the high profile suicides, you know, yeah. of seemingly happy um, actors and actresses and musicians who have it all by the world's standards. But what has it gotten them in the end? depression and an emptiness right yeah. yeah yeah and that can seep into the church as well if yeah. you know we kind of have good. i don't want to say necessarily everyone who commits suicide doesn't have the right perspective on god because sometimes mm -hmm. we just have attacks sometimes people have hard times struggling with sin and depression mm -hmm. um but you know i can't remember who the high profile pastor was rick warren who whose son tragically you know took his own life mm -hmm. and just the again I, I could be misspoken it could be a different one but i believe it was rick warren and, and it's so tragic and then you see culture attacking him and saying oh obviously christ christ didn't do too much for him and it's like you know, it's like it's, it's hard it's such a tough situation like but 
I've gone through depression myself. I, you know, I have bouts of it and, and, you know, we have doubts. We're humans. Uh, I don't know why we attack people for having the same doubts or feelings that we've had. It's like, oh, we're so much better than you because I've come to this place or maybe you've never dealt with depression or these things. But yeah, there's such a fulfillment in, in God. And when he touches your life, like sometimes we, just like the Hebrews of the past, he'll come in and he'll make these great Red Sea openings and stuff for us. And then we get to the other side and say, okay, well, that was great. What are you going to do for me now? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then he brings us manna. Well, you guys are starving, so I'll give you food. Okay, well, this is great. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Day three, yeah, but can I have some pigeon? Like, I'm getting tired of this, you know, this bread from heaven. Come on, what else are you going to do for me? And, and so we can be really ungrateful for those times. And for some of us, God may only really get that feeling or get that touch from him once in our life. But that's, mm-hmm. that's all it takes. For some of us, like, God is just right there with us the whole time, you know, um, talking about, like, maybe physical manifestations and stuff coming down, like, yeah. um, like you know. baptism of the Holy Spirit. It, yeah. Or, or multiple baptisms or multiple impartations of that grace. Yeah. God touches people at different times. Sometimes it's just once at, at new birth. Um, in, a, in a really profound way, I feel like I mean God's always speaking to us. You know, if you're walking in the Spirit, you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of God encounters. You know, yeah. just the gospel, just sharing the gospel with someone and seeing someone come to salvation—that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a miracle. It, it is when when you can see someone's entire perspective just change and they and they break down in tears, or when you see the Lord speak to someone, it's a special thing. It's a special thing. And as a believer, you're going to, if you're actively walking with the Lord, you're going to see that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, that's really good. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping that we can get to that point, again, with this podcast, where we can bring you a step closer. If even we can reach one person, two people, that, to just get them closer to, to Christ, and uh, that that's what we're aiming for. We hope, like John was saying, that this just brings a little bit of light into your life, um, a little bit of love, you know, um, and, and, and the noise of the world, um, great song by Switchfoot. If I'm at, if we're adding to the noise, you know, turn this off. So this isn't something for you. If you don't feel like God's speaking to you through this, then obviously turn it off, find something else. We really are praying and, and hoping that the spirit works through this to really reach you where you're at um if not this episode hopefully an episode down the line and you know we're going to talk about our testimonies here in the upcoming episodes and um really dive into to who we are personally um and so maybe you think the first couple episodes might be boring but you know just hang on because we're going to really get into it but we really want to bring in why we're doing this and who we are so you can know where we're going and, and what our hearts are for um is there anything else you guys would like to add about this? Yeah, definitely just, yeah, if, you, if you're not feeling it yet, just listen to a couple episodes. You'll come back again. So hit subscribe, you know, and then, and then uh, you know, we'll hit some topics that you really want to. And you can engage with us, too. I know that we're, you know, we're just getting started, but I know that we want to make ourselves available on social media. Um, I'm very active on there already, and you can private message me anytime. Um, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this three years from now, <laughs> there's a lot of you out there. I, mean, I, might, I might struggle with it, but, you know, just right now in the immediate future, 
Krishna, and you have questions, uh, and, you, and something that you'd want us to talk about, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to dig into it. Because yeah. it's probably, you know, if, it's, if you're feeling it, I'm sure a lot of other people are feeling that exact same thing. Hmm. And, uh, you know, you're not alone. You know, we, this, 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 we all struggle with very, we, we struggle with different things, but we all struggle with similar things, too, yeah. in, in similar ways. Uh, and I hope that this podcast could, you know, can bring light to that as well. <clears throat> I just want to reiterate, and I think maybe Josh, you said it earlier, but we don't want to put ourselves on any sort of pedestal. I know we've got this sweet blue microphone in front of us, um, but it doesn't mean we're better than anybody. Um, we're walking, yeah, this same gritty life, you know, that, that each and every person in every corner of the world is kind of going through. So... Um, yeah, it's not through anything that we're doing. We just, like Joshi just said, like we hope that you are feeling the Holy Spirit through this and a prompting through this. And we want to champion that. We want to be kind of part of that vehicle. Um, but yeah, as we're coming to an end here, I just want to share a verse that's really been resonating with me through our conversation. And it's how Paul ends um, his letter to the, the Philippians. Um, so it's Philippians 4, 8. And he's saying, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And this is really piggybacking off of um, kind of a few things that you said, John, and a couple points, and even you, Josh. Um, yeah, this is our hope for each and every one of you. And, and like for me, myself, this is where I need to be, you know, the, the stone of remembrance and just yeah. remembering, um, yeah, who God is, what he's done and like what he's continually doing behind the scenes. Um, so that's my heart. That's what I will leave you guys with. Yeah. And uh, kind of like John said, um, let us know if you guys have any questions, too, um, about the podcast, about maybe something we said. Send us some questions. Um, I'm not necessarily the most active in responding to people on, on Facebook, but, you know, I'm, I'll try to respond. But it may be something that we want to respond to, like in another podcast. Um, like John said, if there's, you know, issues that we see or, or like people really want us to talk about, um, then we'll, we'll try to talk about those things. We want to kind of make sure that the focus here is more on scriptural things. We're trying to kind of, um, it's not that we won't get into politics or different things, but we want to kind of steer clear of those for the most part. You know, these, these topics might bleed into something, um, but we want to make sure, again, that the heart and the focus of this is, is on Jesus. So if you guys have any questions about words we say, you don't understand something, you know, maybe we don't understand what we said. We need to research it, you know, like... Um, challenge us. Yeah, yeah, challenge yeah. us. Um, iron sharpens iron. It's mm -hmm. um, good. So, and sometimes that's a little bit rough, but, uh, you know... Again, this, this is a loving discussion between three guys who, who really want to talk about things, and, hmm. and hopefully we can see that in the chat rooms, too. I know Facebook isn't always um, the nicest. Um, with the good comes uh, the bad. You know, you have just with just as much um, opportunity for good as something can bring. It can bring just as much bad. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's hopefully we can uh, keep our hearts on God. Um, keep our focus there, and like we've said before, that this would just bring a little bit of sunshine into your life. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. If you've enjoyed it, please click the like and share buttons on whichever platform you are on, 
And you can also follow us on MeWe, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you had a blessed time and that the conversation brought some joy into your life. Have a blessed day and join us next time on the Heart of the Matter podcast. Thank you.